You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Larry Hardesty, Gordon Damer in for Dan. 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter. At Gordon Damer, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY. 98 underscore 7 FM. Along with uh, Joe and Chantel, we ride until Knicks-Lakers pregame at 10 o'clock here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Gordon. How are you? Larry? You not? Are you not going to ask me how I'm doing today? Uh, I just said, hi, Gordon. How are you? I'm doing this subdued tone for Joe Leo. Joe, uh-huh. why? I, I, I'm sorry, Joe. Knows Joe. What he got into. Joe, I'm sorry. I I, I, I would let me like apologize. You to, no, let me I would apologize like you, for my partner no. wearing his Dan Marino jersey right now. I might have just, a couple of costume changes in the course of the show. Unbelievable. But I would like you to, you know, just because of what happened yesterday, we should still start the show the way we usually do, and it usually starts with you asking me how how, how I'm doing. Uh, Chantel, did I ask him how he was doing? You have uh, not. Yeah, you did. No. He Joe, said hello, Gordon, in a very subdued way. I, did, I, I don't feel like that was asking me, a sincere asking me how I'm doing. Because in a roundabout way, you. you did. I'm looking at you. I already know. I but know you should still doing. ask. You Shouldn't you still wear, ask? You never wear Dan Marino's jersey on this show. Never, ever, ever. I would just like for you to ask me one time how I'm doing. So how you doing, Gordon? Joe, hit the music! It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, thank you, Larry. I'm doing well. I am doing about as well as a man can do, Larry. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, good. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm you know... After yesterday, I could have used some adult beverages to get me through those games. Whoo! That was... It's not very often you can say a game started with a strip sack fumble recovered by the opposing team at the one-yard line, and it was Mm. all downhill from there. Well, you knew the game was over after that. Yes, you did. It was after that. Even me. And, And you know what? This is probably one of the few games that we could sit and torch Zach Wilson about how he played. It wouldn't have mattered who was under center yesterday, the way that offensive line performed, Gordon. It wouldn't have mattered who. This is probably one of Now, did he hold on to the football a little bit long on a couple of plays? Yeah, he probably did. But with reason. <laughs> Gordon, that I have... Makai Becton, that, was, that could have been the worst game he's played as a pro. If it wasn't, it's kind of hard to imagine what would have been worse. That was not a professional product. No. There's no other – and this is not no. the Dolphin fan and me gloating. This is actually me kind of feeling bad for the uh, Jet fans out there. That, and it's not the first time we said it. Nope. That was not a professional product. To, to go out there and look like that and look lifeless – there was never a point where you were concerned, at least not for me. I was never concerned that the Jets were going to turn something once the game started. I was very mm-hmm. concerned going into the game. But once the game started, that was about as lifeless. It didn't seem like the coach. What did they do all week? That was know. you preparing for a week? You prepared for that? I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. And, and you no mentioned clue. the name Zach Wilson. 
look, we, we've said this before. With the Jets being what they are now, there's blame everywhere. Yeah, Anybody oh, yeah. you want to blame, you can blame them. Yes. To me, yesterday's loss, the person you point the finger at most is Joe Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. that was not a per- – that's not an offensive – that offensive line was as as bad as anything you've ever seen. It was like, it was like adults taking on kids. Mm-hmm. It was like men against boys. It was. It was awful. It was awful. It was non-competitive. It was non-competitive. Non-competitive. Th- 30 to nothing didn't even tell the tale. Oh, it could have been worse. Oh, could clearly have been worse. It could have been worse. Now – Here's where I don't blame Joe Douglas, and here's where I have to blame Robert Sala and company. Gordon, you've watched football for a long time, correct? I have. Yep. Gordon, what's the basic rule of football? Let me take away the person that's going to hurt me the most. Yep. From a defensive standpoint. Gordon, can you explain to me, and I know the guys, Dan and Don asked Sala, and we'll replay it for you a little later in the show. Gordon, can you explain to me why the defensive coordinator and the head coach who is has been a defensive coordinator and a pretty good one when he's with the 49ers, why was why was Waddle in single coverage all day? That's and, the one guy who could beat you, Gordon Deep. Yeah. And he was in single coverage all day. All day. It makes no sense. And and the whole idea of having sauce on, on one side. I know. I, we kind of touched on this before. We've not ever really gotten into it that deeply because there's been so many other things that have been on fire to, mm-hmm. to point out. Yep. It makes absolutely – what you're saying is our best defensive guy, he's going to be over here. So if you want to stay away from him, all it's you okay. have to do is just not be on this side. <laughs> what? what? Like the stories about Lawrence Taylor always were, well, when Lawrence Taylor was playing, you always kept your eye. Where, where is he? Mm-hmm. Where? With Sauce – not that Sauce – I don't want to compare the two. I'm not right. doing that. But – any great defensive weapon, the point is you move them all over the place so you never know where that person is going to be. It keeps you off guard. Mm-hmm. Not the Jets. They no. line them out, out here. He'll be over there. You don't want to go up against him? No problem. And they didn't go up against him. Why would you? Why? Makes yeah. no sense. From a coaching point of view, from a player point of view, from an effort point of view, from a pride point of view, that was as pathetic an effort as you will ever see. I spent uh, going back and forth from the giant game and we'll talk mm. about them a little bit later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll talk about them a little bit later. Oof. But going back and forth, I just, all I was doing was just shaking my head. I couldn't believe it. And at least the giants gave forth effort. Just mm-hmm. didn't give you any effort. No. And for Robert Sala yesterday in the, in the post, the post game press conference to say, I thought they gave effort. And then you hear players come back and say it was it was we were we were out efforted, a, a new word by the way, yeah. in the uh, football lexicon. We were out out efforted. Uh, that told you all you need to know. And so we're in the situation going where we have gone back and forth about this, you know. And neither one of us, once again, I have to, I feel like I have to put the the conditional word the sentence out there. Neither one of us are are auditioning or trying to say anybody should be fired. That's not what we're saying. But what we are saying, Gordon, is you're gonna, Robert Sala's making it really hard for himself. If this team loses to Washington on Sunday, Gordon, I don't see how you bring any of them back. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says. I don't care what Joe Douglas says. I don't see how you bring any one of them back. If you lose to that dysfunctional Washington team in your building, 
Gordon Allen said, you bring him back. If you, if you have an effort similar to what you had yesterday, I don't say you bring him back. You look at that offensive line, Gordon. Are they going to be able to, and I don't care how bad Washington is, are they just going to be able to score any points? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I think the coach, I, I've thought this for a while, and then after the Texan win, I said, ah, maybe, maybe he'll be our, I, I think he's toast. I don't see that. Any, is I not, can't bring him back. That is not the effort uh, uh, for guys who are playing for their coach and then afterwards. And you know what? The new thing I do is with the Jets, I will take a look at a couple of Jets players, mm-hmm. their Twitter accounts, and see mm-hmm. what they like. Mm hmm. And and it kind of tells you the the mindset of some guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that the toast, the the coach to me is toast. I, you can't run this back. No, you can't. This is you not. Can't. This is not. Oh, we just we're just lacking a little bit. We're, we're just missing, right? Like sometimes, no. I we just missed on a play here or a play there, or if this thing would have went right. This is a fiasco. They they just went against a division opponent. And it was, like, comically bad. And I get it. They're banged up. Rodgers went down. They've not gotten any better. No. And, and they were playing a Dolphin team that their offensive line was all out. Their best player was out. Their secondary's out. I, I mean, and it was non-competitive. You got into the second half of that game, and even I, the most pessimistic Dolphin fan in the world, knew that game was over. Can't come back from that. I, I, I don't see how you can. I don't see how you could possibly, in good conscience, say, let's run this back. And I think the only things in my mind to save Robert Sala are not positives for Robert Sala. Like, mm-hmm. to me, all right, well, in a year from now, if it doesn't work next year, I'm going to blow up the whole thing anyway, mm-hmm. right? So I guess I'll bring back the coach. Or... If I fire the coach now, what coach is going to take this job mm. with Rodgers there and Douglas there and Hackett there? You're not going to get a good – like those are, not re, those are not positives for Robert Sala, but they lead me to think that maybe Robert Sala might come – I don't know. It just – this seems to me, and it's not, it, it, it's not something I'm sure a lot of Jet fans are going to want to hear because they've not made the playoffs. This feels like a blow-up-the-whole-thing situation. Mm. Like this has not worked. Rodgers coming back is not going to fix all this. And the one thing that the Jets have to do this offseason, no matter if it's Rodgers, whoever, they have to build an entire offensive line Yeah, in one offseason. How are they going to do that? Well, they can't. they got to do it piece by piece. So what they're going to have to do is draft a couple, hope that Vera Tucker comes back, and try to sign some as free agents. That's the only way you can do it on the fly. That's the only way you can do it on the fly. That's it. And... And then it's then you're hoping that you have a decent offensive line. Because to be right. honest, a decent offensive line compared to what you have is like an all pro offensive line. If it's just decent, De- it league be, average. It right? has to be decent. Right. That's where they have to get to. And and you know the problem. Okay, we, it's easy to say, let's go draft a couple. Gordon, the, the the offensive linemen that come in, they don't get good. They they're not good right away. Not generally. You know, it's going to take a little year while, or so. right? You need to it gel, you need to build a, a cohesive unit, right? Yeah. And, and the issue is, who's the veterans you're bringing back off this no, offensive nobody. line? Nobody. 
Okay, nobody. So, so everybody's learning together. So there's nobody mm-hmm. that you're going to well, bring back to say, okay, listen, you can do it like this, and, and, and okay, this is how we do it, and let's communicate. And see, that's the thing I think that really – that really just drove you crazy. Not only was the the talent bad on the offensive end, but there was no communication to say, listen, they always come on the inside of Becton. They go outside and they come back. I'm going to slide over, right? Because I see that happening. I'm going to slide over. So the running back, instead of you, you come and take my spot in the middle. No communication whatsoever. So you saw the same play, the same gaps, the same <laughs> defenders going through over the and same over gaps no, over absolutely. and over again. And and here's the thing that really, I think, hurts Salah the most. His defense was awful yesterday, Gordon. His nobody defense was, was not good. Yeah, His defense was, good. was not good. They weren't even as good as they've been. Mm-hmm. Even, on, even on a bad day, they weren't even as good as they've been. And Gordon... I think Raheem Mostert is still running to the left. Oh my God! <laughs> and you know, and like, he's still wide open. I think that the Jets and uh, now look, the the Dolphins had their starting quarterback, but I mean, mm-hmm. their offensive line is all banged up. They're without their best offensive player. Um, they're coming off a, a, a bad loss. At least with their game planning, hey, we're not going to have time most times to throw passes. They had the one big shot to Waddle that they hit, mm-hmm. but a lot of stuff was around the line of scrimmage. Get the ball out quickly. That was not the Jets should know by now. They have a terrible. Let's get the ball out of Zach's hands quickly, mm-hmm. and and it was just a disaster. I mean, it's it. a disaster. They how, couldn't even do it. No. They couldn't even get how it. anybody could think we're going to run this back, run this yeah. back. You can't run uh, it. Back. Aaron Rodgers is the difference between this and the playoffs. Mm-mm. Can't run it back. Can't run it back. And you know what? Here's what's so sad. Because now you're stuck. Because, Gordon, without Aaron Rodgers, you could consider running it back. I mean, you know, you could consider blowing it up right now. Mm-hmm. Without right, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you, Rogers, you right. could consider saying, you know what? That's it. Everybody's out. I'm bringing in the new GM. We're going to take our choice. We're going to have a new person bring in his to make the picks. We're going to bring in the new coaching staff. Everything is gone. We're doing everything out. We're, we're getting rid of Zach Wilson. We're doing that. We're going. Everything is gone. We'll keep the defense the way it is. We'll add little pieces. That's going to be our identities, our defense, and we're going to redo the offensive line. You can't do that now. Not with Aaron Rodgers here. You spend too much money on him and draft picks. Yep. You Second can't do pick. that now. I mean, could you imagine if they had given up a first-round pick for him? Oh, Ooh, my God. You know. Oh, my Lord. So this is – and look, I get it. That's not – it's not an appetizing proposal to say no. – to hell with Aaron Rodgers. We got to we got to fix this somehow and if, if blowing it up is the way we get to you don't want that because you felt like you were building towards something mm-hmm. with some draft picks and in the last few years rebuilding it almost feels like you got to start all over again. I'm not and saying again. To start from scratch. Yeah. You have some pieces here, but it it feels like you're you're miles away from being good. Yeah. In, in in some ways, they're worse off this year than they were last year. In some ways, they are. Yeah. Well, last year, you felt like all we had to do is fix the quarterback and we'll be pretty good. Yep. And then even though you knew the offensive line was in shambles the way it was. Yeah. And and it really it all goes back to that. So, listen, as much as we jump on Salah for yesterday and as much as we talk, the bottom line is going to be it's going to be Joe Douglas. It, it It all drops back in his lap. It does. The the inability to find the right 
offensive lineman, the inability to find. And, and see, you mentioned it about Tyreek Hill being out. But, Gordon, your number two is a lot of teams' number one. Waddle's the number one receiver. Yeah. He, he's um, number two because of, of, because of Tyreek Hill. He's the number one receiver. Okay? So, yeah, once again, you have him and you're able to use him and, and, and understand where he likes to go and put things. And, Gordon, when you have a guy that's worked with you, like Daniels has worked with Salah, you know he knows everything. That means you have to come up with something totally different. And you had to know after the way they lost on Monday night, they were going to be angry when they hit the field. You had to, if not prepare, you had to over-prepare for this week because you knew what was happening. It's almost like, well, Tyreek's not going to play. We're good. <laughs> it did not feel like they had – that they had. Uh, that's what it looks like when you prepared. You prepared a week. It looked like they were sleepwalking the entire time. And it never got any better. It, ne it never got any. There was never a stage of that game where you thought, all right, it's been ugly, but the Jets are going to. No, never. No, not at all. I don't know how. I, who's going to that Washington Jet game? What sadists, what absolute sadists are going to sit out there on, on Christmas Eve and watch those two teams go at it? Uh, Is I don't Aaron Rodgers playing? There's no way. There, there, Larry, is Aaron Rodgers going to play? There's, there, if Aaron there Rodgers plays, be and I got tickets, away. I might there be there, Gordon possibly, I might be we, there. We talk, you know what the Jets have become? <laughs> the Jets have become the Knicks. Of years ago. Of years ago. Yeah. Of, mm -hmm. of, of prior to Leon and, and, yeah. and Tibbs. They yeah. are the place where, why, why would anybody want to go there? Yeah. It, it, they're so dysfunctional. It, this has been a disaster. As bad as things are, it's been worse than that. I, I don't know how. Um, I, I don't know how anyone could think rolling this back. You can't do it. Is is, is option is either, even within the range of options? Let's just give everybody a free pass. Who man? You can. Once again, Gordon, if they lose to Washington in their building, I don't see how. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you can do it. I just don't think. But, but, but I mean, like, but what more do you need to see? <laughs> I mean, like, well, what more? I mean, think about all the games that we've come on here and said this is not a professional product. Yeah. They, they, it's just not. I mean, the, the, the starts with Boyle were bad. The, the, this one yesterday was horrendously bad. Yeah. And it just kind of feels like the players have let go of the rope. That, well, you know. If, if they they had held on a long give, time. <laughs> I mean, granted, but if that's not giving up yesterday, it's what bad. does giving up look like? Bad. Well, we'll find out Sunday. Because <laughs> if they lose to Washington, oh they God. gave up. I'm just telling you. With all due respect to Peter Rosenberg, who's on this honeymoon, Gordon, you cannot lose to that Washington team with that. This, a Washington team that bent Sam Howell yesterday, got Jacoby Brissett, and almost won the game. But we don't know even who's going to be the quarterback. Sure I mean, don't. if Trevor Simeon's the quarterback, the Jets have – I don't know. Are the Jets underdogs in that game? They have to be, right? How could they not be? <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I would think Vegas – How could they the, not be? Right. I don't know. I, don't, I have not looked at the lines for last week – or for next week, rather. I know. You're still celebrating the money you oh, won Oh, still celebrating. Unbelievable. It's the best Poor time. It's the, it's the most wonderful time of the oh, year. Put that Joe. team to bed. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. And all Jet fans. Well, look, Joe, you knew you knew what you were getting into. He did. He Is did. the Dolphin season over, Gordon? Not yet. <laughs> like it you said last soon. week? Don't worry. In the next three weeks, it will end on its own. But at least it did not end in the hands of the Jets. Don't worry. They'll screw it up on their own. <laughs> he just didn't want to be screwed up by the Jets.
That's it. One eight hundred. Jets not are favored, nine. Larry. They are not favored. Jets over minus Washington? three over Washington. Minus See? three at home. Okay. Right. What's the over under? Ten. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> One eight hundred. It's thirty eight. One eight hundred. Yeah, right. Thirty to eight. Washington. They're gonna play a doubleheader. <laughs> we'll take your calls at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. That's next on ninety eight seven ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, a very happy, ecstatic, mm-hmm. vibrant. Yes. Gordon Damer this evening. Yeah, oh, it was a fantastic day of football yesterday. Truly a wonder to behold. Mm, I don't know what game you saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't once I watched. Well, look, the Dolphins will still screw it up here over these next three weeks, but at least uh, to get back in the win column, get to 10 wins, made me feel a little, as bad as things are, a loss to the Jets would have just made it worse. So that was glad that the Jets obliged. Yeah, they, I, made it, I, they made it clear from jump that was not going to happen. Rarely, that's for sure. I'll, I'll get back. I'll get to the calls in a second. Gordon, I'm telling you, it was. I, I had bad, it was bad football all day. Then I turned into the Bills Cowboys game, and that was worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, for all the talk about the Dolphins not beating any good teams, which they have not, uh, the Cowboys, when they you get them out of their building and you're, they're going up against a good team, mm. they got run over yesterday. Man. Oh boy. man! And the I Bills, to, the Bills look are at them differently. Yeah, they're they're dangerous. Um, look at them differently. I would not rule out that with a run here that Josh Allen could end up being the NFL MVP this year. Would not rule that out. And if they get into the the postseason, which you see all these playoff odds, this team's at fifty three percent. The Bills mm-hmm. are at fifty four percent. The Bills are making the playoffs. There's let's no not let's not are. be silly. They are. And and they are. well, after they beat the Cowboys yesterday, I don't remember. The, I think they have the Chargers, the the Patriots, and some other patsy. They're going to win all three of those games, and then they're going to go rolling into the playoffs. So. Oh, they have the Dolphins, right. They have you. Stupid me. Yeah, right, yeah. of course. They roll, roll over that one as well. They're not losing another game the regular season, that's for sure. The run game has really helped them. People have been talking about them running the football, mm-hmm. running the football, other than, other than their quarterback running the football. Yep. And, you know, the other cook has been rolling. He's been rolling. He looks that. good, yeah. I mean, He's what a rolling. terrible signing, that Dalvin <sighs> Cook signing. Oh, my it's even Lord. Worse. It's even worse. Seven million dollars for this. There was a reason why nobody it was like if you can't spot the sucker at the table, mm-hmm. you're the sucker. Yeah. The Jets were the sucker on that. They were. They were rough. Ira's in Staten Island. What's up, Ira? Hey, Gordon, uh, Larry, good evening. How are you? Hey, Ira. So hey, you you Larry, we spoke last night. Uh you know how I feel I in do. the direction your organization should go. You know what the deal is. Rex and I are on the same page. But let, let, let me just explain something to you. I've been to many, many jet debacles. And I was yesterday when I was sitting at that game, I was so disengaged sitting there. I was enjoying the sun. But I didn't even know Simeon was the quarterback for about three or four plays. That's how disengaged <laughs> I was from the game. Okay. That's what they did to me yesterday. I didn't know Simeon was playing quarterback till I realized it. I wow. remember going out to San Diego when Gino got mixed up with the time and they got shut out. I was in Kansas City when Priest Holmes ran wild and they got shut out. Okay, I was in Denver three times when they got shut out. I was. I remember when Kotai shifted the offensive line and O'Donnell got sacked about ten times. Oh my God! Yesterday, yesterday. 
was the most – and now that I have 24 hours to rethink what I thought I saw yesterday, it's worse than what I thought I saw. This was the worst loss I've seen them ever play wow. coaching-wise, wow. playing-wise, effort-wise, with something on the line since 1965. Wow. This was the worst game I've ever witnessed, and they got a clean slate. That's it. You got you to just wipe this thing clean, start fresh, and whatever will be will be. Rodgers is back. He's back. He's not back. He's not back. I, I do not care. You have to you have to fix this. You have to fix this because this is just an utter disaster. This is a ship that's just sinking. And I, I you can't sell me Rogers is coming back. You're getting Devontae Adams. I'm going to get seven offensive linemen, and Robert Sala is going to take me to the AFC Championship game next year. It's not going to happen. So, Ira, I'm going to ask you. And first of all, let me apologize on behalf of the Jets for you watching that, having oh, traveled to Miami traveled to, watch it. to watch that. Okay, so let me apologize for them. That's number one. Number two, who are you bringing in to be the GM and the head coach? Because if they're going to change everything, you can't just nitpick and pick per people. You got to change it all. You got to change everybody oh. because you can't. You can't say, "Well, we'll keep, we'll fire the coach and, and staff, and we'll keep Joe Douglas because he's put you in this stuff no. with some of the moves he's no. made." I, I want somebody that's going to be like a football czar, a CEO, that's going to take the Woody Johnson, he's going to sit on the side now. This man is going to run my organization. He's going to make every decision that has to be made to run the New York Jets. He's going to hire a general manager. He's going to hire an experienced coach. Maybe Tomlin shakes loose. Maybe you bring back Rex. Rex will come back with a major chip, with a major chip on his shoulder. And if they told him tonight, he'd be in Florham Park in about ten minutes. And he'd have to bring the right offensive staff in. But that's what you need to do. You got to find somebody that's, that knows this game inside out. Somebody like 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 a Mike Tannenbaum. Okay, years ago, ten years ago, I begged them to give this position to Marty Lyons since he's, mm. he's been with that organization for 100 years. Let him run the organization. Let the president, let the general manager, and let the coach report to the football man. Woody wants to win so badly, but that's what they need to do. You can't roll it back with another coordinator, another hot commodity, a college guy, a high school guy, a junior high school guy. You need to find – I don't know where you're going to find them, but you need to find a veteran – proven head coach because right now this is just this is just it's it's never going to change all right ira thanks for checking in i hear what you're saying he's not wrong gordon he's no. not rex might be driving around florham park right now just waiting for the call uh, who, who says he hasn't been driving around all that's what he said he's, he's just waiting for the call to go to florham park he might be in florham park right now just waiting for the phone to ring yeah really i'll be yeah. there in three seconds yeah i'm here <laughs> have to say I'm at seconds. the gate. <laughs> Just let me in. All you got to do is reactivate my card. I still have my card from yeah. way before. That's well, it. I mean, who is that? Per that person has to exist, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, you need a modern version Bill Parcells. Mm -hmm. Who is the guy who is that? who would come in and he's going to run the entire organization soup, soup to nuts? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not, well, no, Belichick is that person, <laughs> but he ain't he going there. Here. No. <laughs> he's not coming here. No, we've tried that. Jeff Benz have tried that. That's not going to work. Um, yeah, I, 
you know, Buddha has always said he wants Harbaugh. I've heard a couple of people say they want Harbaugh, leaving college, you know, to come here and, and try to, you know, resurrect. He would be that type of guy. They want us with a quarterback that wasn't, you know, well, that uh, he was pretty good. He would at least be in the ballpark of that. I just don't know if this job would appeal. Like, that kind of gets back to, like, remember how the Knicks, they had to change how they were viewed publicly? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It feels like you need somebody to come in here and and change how the Jets are viewed because right now it it seems like they're a laughingstock. And it's not just the coach. It's not just the GM. It's just this perception around the organization. Yeah. It's It's what they portray on the field. On and off the field is what they portray. It's unfortunate. It is. It's what's un- it's unfortunate because I agree with I agree with uh, with Ira. Woody wants to win. He just doesn't know how. He just keeps picking the wrong people. Right. He wants to win. He does. He just can't. He just can't figure out which are the right people, honestly, that can do the job. Either people he's not listening to the right people, or people are giving him the wrong suggestions. Whatever. He's just not, and he and he's he's finding himself twisting in the wind again. It's a tough spot. Jefferson Spring Valley, what's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, going on? Hey, what's going on, Larry? Hey, everything's hey, good. You hear me? Yeah, we got good, you. Good, good. Well, I, I I actually got on um on right before the Black Friday game, and I appreciate you guys letting me on and giving me the time. I'm that um New York Dolphins fan that comes in to to kind of provide a little bit of uh, <laughs> sunlight. I know um your 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 partner there. Is the most pessimistic Dolphins fan, but yes, I, will, I want to say a few things. He's got scars, <laughs> Jeff. Guilty as charged. Yeah, Jeff, 40 years scars. of beatdowns will do that to you. And, and, and you have reason to, to be that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I'm with you on that. But a, a couple of key points. Um, I appreciate you guys um, talking about the Dolphins injuries because it's not like they came into the game with a clean slate, right? They battled battered offensive line. Secondary was in shambles. The best player on offense wasn't playing. So, so you have that. And to go out and perform the way they did, the Jets, that is, was just inexcusable in every way, shape, or form, especially for a team battling for some semblance of respect. That said, there was a lot of hope, I think, in New York thinking that there was some kind of optim, you know, some kind of hope that the Jets would come in, beat up on the Dolphins, and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers comes in and saves the day, which I thought was just, you know, reaching at, at, at best. So, um, I think, you know, most people come back down to earth now. And um, the last, you know, my last point I do want to say is in terms of where the Dolphins go from here, um, I'm talking to Mr. Pessimistic here, <laughs> is that they do have the, the one game or one and a half game lead in the division. They do still have to play Buffalo in Miami. I think our chances of, of winning that game are, 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 are as good as they've ever been. And don't forget, we have some reinforcements coming back on the injury front. Um, Xavier and Howard's coming back. I'm sure Waddle. I'm um, hopefully Hill will be playing in that game, and um, you know it, it'll it'll be a game that'll be at least very very competitive, and the Dolphins end up on top. Thank you guys for your time. I love this show. You guys keep it real. Appreciate it. All right, Jeff. Joe. Thanks for checking in. I don't think anybody cares in the listening area about the Dolphins' issues right now. No, nope. um, but they well, they, talking to you. they will get. They will, I do. Yes, I know. And there's other Dolphin fans in the area. Believe me. Oh uh, yeah. No, absolutely. But you know, there's um, a couple. Mm-hmm. There's a couple they, of you guys. They were at they were at MetLife that day for the Black Friday game. They were that's right. They, they were stuck around to the end. They 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 were. Well, they had reason to. Right. <laughs> they were celebrating. You you see, I don't know if you saw this story, but the Falcons Panthers game this past week. I don't know if you saw the stands there. There were tickets being sold on the secondary market, Larry, for forty five cents. Mm, that's unbelievable. Forty five cents. I don't know if it'll get bad, down that low for for Jets 
in Washington, but mm-hmm. I can understand I why people that. would say I'm not. I'm not going to that. I'll Aaron just Rogers, eat it. Baby. I'll eat the tickets. Everybody could could even if he's even if he's on the active roster. Uh, I mean, just the idea of. Maybe they'll put him in. Let's go. Let's go to the game and see. Maybe he'll. Maybe they'll have. What are they going to do if Simeon goes down? Ripping. Right. Even yeah. even if they. And here's the thing that people have to understand. Even if he's put on the active roster, doesn't mean he's going to play. No, he should. He he doesn't to mean me, he's going to play. To me, the way Tony Romo reacted to that yesterday, the the story about Rodgers yeah. playing, mm-hmm. he completely poo pooed it, and I I completely agree. That agree to me too. is very telling. I don't think he should have played anyway. But mm-hmm. the fact that Romo was like, he's not, he's not. Don't be yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. Makes exactly. me think that this is all kind of good for the brand. But at the end right. of the day, he's not playing. I mean, and to be fair to Rodgers, he has said all the time that they'd have to be in really yes. playoff situations for me to consider coming back. I to mean, be fair, what, that's what, what he said. Would be, what would be to be gained? Nothing. You're that's not sure if Aaron Rodgers is going to be good? No. I don't want to know. No. Let me find out in, in August. That's when I need to know. Let me find out for August, in August, if he's going to be good. That, then it'll mean something. Right now, it doesn't mean a thing. What do I care? I don't, please. Don't put him out there. Save him from himself. Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. We got a bunch of folks that want to chat. We'll do that next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Football, oh, he's seen. Right. Just ticking to, them off, right? Just ticking them say off that on this, his fingers. Yeah, and to say this was the worst one ever? I mean... Samini's somewhere like, let me go back into my archives of stuff. I smell a book. I he's got to go down to the catacombs. He's got he's got a, lo- a lot of files <laughs> filed away, man. Ooh, I smell boy. a book. The Year That Wasn't by Rich Samini. <laughs> he's gonna, when Rich is done, it's going to be like the old encyclopedias my parents used to have in the house where you have yep. them lined up on the shelf. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be that deep. Yep, yep, no question about it. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Subi's in Midtown. Subi, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys, there's too many uh, flaws in what Gordon was trying to say tonight, and it was like borderline reckless because he just mentioned two teams, Panthers and Falcons, who hired coaches to change their franchise, and both those teams failed miserably. It's very hard to find a good coach. Rob Sala's job is more of a motivational coach as a defensive mind. I mean, he was not hired, and... If he's sitting in that boardroom on draft night and they pass up on an offensive lineman and take Will McDonald, that's not his fault. He didn't put in the effort to uh, draft Will McDonald. That was Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson. So at the end of the day, it's kind of not a right thing to say it's on Rob Sala because his job is the defensive side of the ball. He was never an offensive guru. And even with the offensive gurus on on the market, um, and not all of them are proven. Ben Johnson's not. There's so many flaws with NFL teams this year. It's going to be apparent coming now in the off season. Uh, whoever's available. Subi, what what did I say that you disagree with though? Because I oh, said the said person who's Rob most Sala, responsible for yesterday is Joe Douglas. Actually, I didn't I, say it was Robert yeah, Sala. I, I actually I noted it down because okay. in the beginning of that game, uh, Jets players didn't make the the crucial play. Uh, Gibson dropped an, a great ball by. Wilson, and that could have started a, a drive. And then uh, Quincy Williams dropped an interception that could have went for a pick six. Those are the those are the plays that at least give you seven points on the board. And Zach Wilson did 
what he could. If Bradley Chubb, who's a premier talent at one point, goes through the lane and, you know, or Bright Brees Hall can't burst in like a, a, a James Cook can, that's not really his fault because that line on both sides is not giving pressure um, or uh, saving pressure from. Uh, so you don't think game. yesterday was on the coach? No, because just give me an example that uh, offensive defensive goal line, they 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 um they didn't allow that touchdown on first and second down. They actually stopped the Dolphins on two great defensive goal line plays. On the third down, obviously they let up the touchdown, but it's not like they didn't show effort on those first. They could have easily like, hey, you know, it was on the two yard line. You know, they, well, they Subi, let me effort. say this, and I they hear what you're saying. Effort. I hear they what you're saying, okay. and I agree I with you it. from the offensive standpoint. It's not his, and we we've said that the offense has been farmed out to Aaron Rodgers. That's not Salas' part. But here's what is Salas' part: as the head coach of the team, his job is to make sure that team is ready to play. Subi, that team was not ready to play I, yesterday. I don't know how you could watch that and think that the team was, was not ready, ready to, to play. play yesterday. That's number one. Number two, on the play that you're talking about at the goal line, that most of, they stopped them on the first two. And he scored on that play. You're right. But when they got back into the goal in the same situation, they ran the same play and they scored. That's not that's defensive problems, and that's not making the adjustment to what you've already seen. What are they doing when they're sitting on the sidelines looking at the computer tablets? Okay, they should be looking at the plays that they got beat on. Why wasn't uh, Jalen Waddle double teamed yesterday? Why wasn't there safety help at once on him? That's a defensive issue. So there were things yesterday. Okay, that Robert Sala did not do well in. It happens. Okay, at the end it does. of the day, he's the head coach. I know we don't he's really look to for him for offense, it. but it, he he's the guy who's running the whole show. You know, and you know, and the other things we talk about, the penalties that have happened on the team, and the lack of discipline, and all this other stuff, that goes to him. So, listen, are you, you are right that it's not an easy job to make sure that you that's, to find that perfect person as a head coach. Listen, the Jets know that better than anybody, Gordon, because they've been searching and searching yeah. to try to find that person. But that's not but a reason not to go know, try and find one. The search continues until you get him. Right. That's not, that's not, well, we're not going to find one anyway. Let's just keep this guy. That's, that's, not a, that's not a selling point. No, it isn't. Not at all. Not at all. you got to try to do something else. Artie's in Brooklyn. What's up, Artie? I don't know. I called Gordon yesterday. Told him that the Jets had no chance, and he's sitting there trying to argue with me, saying that the Dolphins. Might no, you lose. told me I was just giving excuses. The Dolphins were very banged up, yeah, and luckily you, the Jets completely yeah, laid up. down like dogs. So it, that, right, that made Gil, it a lot no, easier. No, no, it's all right, Kill, and, and and you still destroyed us. Yeah, anyway, that's true. If Good you're point. gonna look, here's the, here's the thing, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna give Salad credit for what happened last week with the Texans, and then just change your mind over because. They lost thirty to nothing against uh, the thing. Let me tell you, I love Rex. Pro going for the job. His team lost forty-seven to three, and I was there. I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Teams do that, and it doesn't mean that it's all on the coach. I mean, we. But got Artie, you got to change handled. something. Artie, do you want to okay. just run this back this, next year? Everybody stays. This is what I want to. This is what I want to do. Okay, you got to bring the coach back. Oh my God. But. And you got to bring the offensive coordinator back because they're all connected to Rodgers. <laughs> but I would change the offensive line coach for sure because something could be done. And then I would draft an offensive lineman. The best move the Jets made with the Rex thing was the Fanica move. You got to get just a one year shot. 
it's a lot easier to get one-year players because you don't have to worry about their age and future. You just got to worry if they can play. And as far as Douglas, and I'll say it again, if you were the Jets fan that thought that this team was going to the Super Bowl, and then when you heard the speech about the 85 Bears and said, yeah, how great they were, okay, then you can't knock Douglas for putting a team that was going to the Super Bowl. Are injuries an excuse? Not for me, but the Bengals aren't going to the playoffs, my friend, because Burrow, what's his name, is hurt or, or whatever, or even if they win. They're not going anywhere. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost their, their quarterback. They got Tuxman. Is anybody killing the GM for Pittsburgh? No, because they're a, 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 a franchise. The reason why the Jets are getting bashed is because they are year and year and year of this misery. They're going to clean house, but they already made their bed with Rodgers. So, yes, you're going for it next year. Go trade anybody you can for Devontae Adams. Draft an offensive tackle. Tag Beckham, and you Beckham, whatever the heck his name is, you go with an offensive line. You hope that Tucker doesn't get hurt, which two years in a row happened. You're going to blame Douglas on that? I mean, come on. No, but why would we blame the people responsible for putting the team together for a team not being very good? Why would we do that? that please, I, I, hope that this, I hope all this happens, Artie. I hope all this happens, please. I hope it all happens. Bring everybody back. This is like the Yankees firing the hitting coach and thinking that's going to fix it. <laughs> I wonder how good he would be with Soto in the lineup, Gordon, that same hitting coach. Oh, my Lord. He might be a little better, don't you think? Might be just a little bit better. Uh, It's amazing. It's almost like they have PTSD, these Jet fans. (laughs) Like, you just witnessed yesterday. The the Bengals, the Bengals at least are trying. They're they're putting a product on the field, and and they still might make the playoffs. Even after losing Joe Burrow, they might still make the playoffs. They got a shot. They got a shot. The whole AFC North. They're not going down without a fight. The, the Jets, what, what, North, they basically laid down on the field yesterday and did snow angels. Uh, uh, keep every, bring the coach back. Artie, I, I, first of all, I love Artie's passion. Love I love Artie's it. passion. I, he, I always love talking to Artie. He's I generally invested. don't agree with him, but. He's invested. I love the passion. Artie, nobody. He is had more passion than the players. <laughs> Artie, nobody's blaming Joe Douglas for the injuries. We're not doing that. Well, but when you we go into the year. Right, with Becton and, yeah. and, and Brown as being your starting tackles. You knew. You knew. What we're blaming him for is not having better options before you got to the regular season because you had to know when you were bringing in Aaron Rodgers, you knew the offensive line needed to be improved anyway. So you didn't do your best part to give the best offensive line that you could. Now, if you're telling me that Becton and Brown was going to be your backups, okay, I could deal with that. That's not okay. I can deal with that. The thirty-eight year old, thirty-nine year old Brown is not supposed to be your starter. He's supposed to be your backup. Mm-hmm. I got that. Okay, so that that would be good. But you didn't put that, and that's just one example. I mean, you know, we're looking, we're looking, uh, you know, and and some of the moves, listen, haven't worked out, and it's unfortunate. But you know what? That's why he gets paid the big bucks. He gets paid the big bucks to know what's going to happen and try to put the best, you know, the best talent he can. Injuries you can't you can't predict, obviously. If I could go back four years ago when Joe Douglas was hired yes, and I could talk to Artie, I said, Artie, in, in year four, this is what it's going to look like. Would you sign up for this? W- would this be acceptable to you? No. There's no chance that he would say no. yes. No. He would not. No. He would not. He would not. 
nobody in their right mind would. Well, we'll come back and talk again on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. At Gordon Damer, at Hardest to ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon having some difficulty, so we will continue on and chat with you on the phones. Let's go to Noah in Brooklyn. Noah wants to talk a little Giants. Let's see what's going on with them. He's next on 98.7. What's up, Noah? Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing tonight? We're doing great. What's happening? I I, I feel for the Jets fans. I, I, I hear Artie, and he I feel like he has high cholesterol and blood pressure, and I worry about him. Um, I have, an, I have a three names for you. Patrick okay. Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Steve Young. What do they all have in common? They, they won Super Bowl. They all sat free. They all, they all won Super Bowls, and they all sat for a year. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe Shane, is, in poker, you have a tell. Joe Shane's tell is that he only signed Daniel Jones for two years mm-hmm. with an out. I think if he was really that great and they really believed in him, they would have signed him five, six, seven years. But no. So I think the best course of action for the Giants is to draft a guy in the first round this year. There are some really great quarterbacks. And yep. we've seen what Dayball can do with a with a good quarter with a he can look what he's doing with an undrafted guy. Imagine what he can do with a first round pick. Give him a year to teach him everything, and then let Jones play out. You let him go after the next year. You have Tommy DeVito as the backup, and the young kid let him go in the second year. It seems like such a no brainer to me. Just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. Thanks. Uh- I agree with you, Noah. Thanks for the phone call, and that's probably what they'll do. Now, the caliber of quarterback they will get, because if they continue to win and win some more games, they're going to you know, move down, obviously, in the pecking order of drafts. But, yeah, I could see that happening for them. And they need some other things as well. They have a quarterback coming back, but that wouldn't be a bad thing for them. Now, they need some offensive line help as well, clearly. And there's some things they need to do. But, you know, the Giants this year – in a perfect world, this year should have been last year, and last year should have been this year, right? The first year, you struggle. You're trying to weed out the players that you don't want that are not your type players that don't fit the scheme that you want to run. And then the second year, you see that you build and you add and you made the playoffs. Unfortunately, the Giants did it in reverse order, so there was a lot of expectation going into the Giants this season. Listen, it didn't work out. They had injuries. They had offensive line play wasn't good. They've, 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 they've been competitive. Yesterday was a tough one. You know, I mean, they ran into a Saints team that really needs the game. They're battling for a playoff spot in the woeful NFC South. And, you know, they needed that game. And so the defense just bum-rushed the, the offensive line. DeVito was sacked seven times, couldn't get the running game going. And, and you know, this was a situation where it was another learning proposition for DeVito. And you got a chance to see how he would handle that situation. And I came away from it saying, that's a tough kid. That kid got knocked out, came back, uh, offensive lineman stepped on his ankle, limped up to the huddle, tried to make some plays. He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. And he could he could be you know a really good backup, I think, with some more work. So maybe the Giants have found their backup, and they'll make a decision on what they're going to do with Tyrod Taylor going forward, who I think is up at the end of this year. And they'll find out what they're going to do. But, uh, you know, I could see them doing that. There is, though, as you know, when you start talking about quarterbacks, the rush is to try to get them started 
and try to win while their while their salary is the salary that you're bringing them in on. Because after five years, you got to pay them. You got to decide if they're a franchise or whatnot. So everybody starts rushing the clock. You're right. Those players sat behind guys. And, you know, I, I think it's individually based. Sometimes you need to sit behind a, a, an established quarterback to learn. And in some cases, you don't have an established quarterback, so you got to put the kid in there right away. Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose? Good after, good evening, Larry and GD. Shout out to the company. You know, I'm, I, I was I just came here to talk, you know, with the New York Jet football because I've been listening to the rhetoric all day, and it is kind of sad. And you know, just you know, hearing you know Artie just go off, it was you know very funny, um, very entertaining. <clears throat> but the thing that really concerns me with the Jets is that I feel like. Every time this team has a chance to act like a normal organization, and they do sometimes take that step. Because I remember a time when they hired a hiring firm, and you know mm-hmm. the person whose name was Charlie Casserly, if I'm not yep. mistaken. That's right. And what they ended up doing was they ended up hiring a very good hotshot coordinator in Todd Bowles and a guy who just had a good resume but didn't really, you know, have any substance in Mike McCadman. And you saw that it pretty much fell apart. Then they tried, you know, going with an experienced, you know, head coach that was from the offensive mind and Adam Gase, mm. and which was the biggest thing ever. And, you know, we just thought that Peyton Manning was just going to, you know, give us, give, give a great recommendation just to, you know, help the Jets. Like, come on, really? So yeah, there, there's times where it, 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 it really do, does seem like they do try to do the right thing. And then they still end up making the wrong decision. But when it comes to the situation, and this is where I'm going to sound like I'm blasting off against certain people and everything, and I don't mean it like that. But when they try to phrase it as, we're not in the business of, you know, trying to get people fired, but then, you know, doing all of this, when it comes to, a situ- when it comes to this situation, I can't properly evaluate and assess the situation as a manager when the main plan blew up in four plays in the regular season. So I just don't know what to say. I know it sucks that it doesn't run run it back, but I'm definitely not going to listen to Gordon Damer's troll ways of saying, hey, fire Rob Sala, fire Joe Douglas, restart over and possibly have Jeff Ulbrich as, you know, the interim head coach as the ultimate solve because we, we think we don't want, you know, Nathaniel Hackett to be the head coach, which we all know that that would be such the Jet thing to do. So mm. I'm not really – um, you know what? If, if you're going to give me any of those scenarios, I'd rather run it back and just say, hey, you know what? It is what it is. Run it back and try to improve the team around her as best as you can. But this has been a scenario where a normal organization, Larry, and you know this, would have mm-hmm. taken the quarterback at hand, would have taken, you know, and no matter how much we would have complained and would have been under, you know, we would have been underwhelmed by the performance of, you know, other lesser talented people, mm-hmm. we still would have been in a competitive competitive race. And that's what it comes down to. So that's why people are frustrated. That's why yep. people are annoyed. But it is what it is. Thank you so, so, so much for your time, Larry. Have a great one. All right, Jose. Thanks for the phone call. Look, um... This is a tough spot for Woody Johnson, okay? Because, Jose, you are right. 
you could say, look at the injuries, look at what's happened. The Aaron Rodgers came, it was messed up. Look at this, and the whole thing has been derailed. But here's what here's what hurts, and Jet fans understand this, is you look at other teams who have suffered injuries, and they are still at least competitive to a point. They're still at least in in every game. And even though one side of the field has been bad for them, the Jets have been in in some games. Okay, Salah's defense has stood tall in most of the season. They have. Otherwise, they would have been blowouts in a bunch of games. They've stood tall. Have they been the 85 Bears? No, they have not been the 85 Bears, but they've been a solid defense. Okay, solid defense. But unfortunately, there are things that you have to grade on as a head coach. All right, they are. And yesterday's situation, yesterday's game, where you had, from a defensive side, where you had issues over and over again, didn't look good for for Rob Sala or Jeff Obert. The offensive side with Hackett, I agree with you, Jose, has been a mess all season. Either they throw it too much and they don't run, or they try to run and they can't run, and they you, we wait for gadget plays and we see the gadget plays, but they don't work. We want to get it down the field. Let's throw it up there, let it rip, and you let it rip, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, we're telling him to let it rip, but the offensive line is really ripped up, so we can't really do that. Okay? But there are things, once again, and you know I always say this, ladies and gentlemen, there are things that you can control. And as the head coach, you can't control injuries. But you can't control schemes, and you can't control adjustments, and you can't control trying something different when, when things are just not working well for you. Within the idea of your scheme, okay, if they figure this out, all right, we got to do something else. We can't allow them to continue to do the same thing and run us up and down the field. We can't do it. There's something else. Jeff, you got to come up with something else. Hackett, you got to come up with something else because here's the bottom line. It all lands on the head coach. He's not the head coach of the defense. He's not the head coach of the offense. He's not the head coach of special teams. He's the CEO of that franchise on the field. And so when, when, when a position coach doesn't do their job, a coordinator doesn't do their job, an assistant doesn't do their job, it all falls on the head coach. That's the situation that Robert Sal is in right now. And so when you're looking at it overall, you got to make a decision. What he was able to control, how good a job did he do? And we'll find out what they think at the end of the season. We'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN.